Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. And it's Friday. TGIF, and uh, great to be with you. There's so much going on today in the world of sports. So much going on on this show. Busy, busy day. Now, we'll move today. Campus Confidential. We'll do that at 420 and react to some of the big college stories of the day. And then uh, we'll uh, at 440, we've got Scott Drew, the Baylor basketball coach, as they get ready to host the uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys. That'll be good. That's at 440. And then at 520 today, we have Mac Rhodes, Baylor Director of Athletics, joining the Matt Mosley show. So some really good stuff to get into. If you've got questions for either Scott Drew or Mac Rhodes, consider the text line. Consider reaching out to us. You never know. Aaron watches it constantly. I take a peek. If we see something we like, we may just use it. I've been known to say, hey, that's uh, Jared in Waco. I think Jared actually won our Schmaltz's sandwiches with the correct answer of how many playoff wins Tom Brady has, which Aaron came in around 35. Is that about right? Yes. And the, he will uh, pass the Cowboys if, they, if, if the Buccaneers win Monday. If the Buccaneers win, he will pass the Cowboys for most playoff wins in the NFL. Uh, although, now the Steelers have... He would be right on the heels of the Steelers. I think they're 37, and the Patriots have 38. And you just have to do the math. I mean, he's got most of those. Patriots did make it to a Super Bowl one year. Aaron, would you care to guess the year that the the Patriots played in the Super Bowl? And would you like to name the team? This is pre-Belichick. Pre Tom Brady. It was 86 against the Bears, wasn't it? 85 season. 80, okay. And, and, uh, but yes, the Chicago Bears and the Patriots got it on. And, uh, that was Buddy Ryan's defense. You'll remember they carried Buddy Ryan off the field after the game. And, well, Aaron, if I remember correctly, that would have been probably Steve Grogan playing quarterback. For the Patriots, and then obviously became Drew Bledsoe um, at some point in the early '90s, and then Tom Brady arrives on the scene circa '99, somewhere around there, '98, '99, and uh, maybe 1999. He was a famously a sixth round draft pick. I believe, Aaron. If I if I'm I'm just working off a of memory here, maybe 199, maybe player 199 in that particular draft. 
All right, uh, lots to get to today, and uh, there's a lot of excitement. We got player movement again. Aaron's going to get into some of that at Campus Confidential. Aaron, not to uh, step on your feet, because we'll get back into this, but not fun news. The Baylor running back room, and I know, boy, everybody's always out there. It's okay. It's too crowded. It's okay. I mean, I listen, I, I want the squirrel to remain on campus as long as possible. And, of course, the squirrel announces the day after it becomes public that the running backs coach, Juice Johnson, is headed to Texas Tech land. The land of the cacti, the land of the troubadour. And so we'll see how that works. I mean, I don't necessarily think for sure Squirrel will go there. We'll just see where Squirrel ends up. But, man, what a fun player. What a fun personality. This is a great season for Squirrel. I mean, this was really his breakout season. Aaron, how many yards did our man Squirrel end up with? I think it was over 800 I mean, he really, this was the year that he kind of stayed healthy for most of the season. He gave us what we wanted. Aaron, did that, uh, <clears throat> of all the <coughs> departures, <coughs> who, um, is this the one that hurts the most? Or would it would it be Al Walcott? I think it's I, Al Walcott. That's what I was going to say before you mentioned his name. Like, I, Don't get me wrong, I think this hurts, but there's a lot of depth in the in the running back room and some of the stuff that he, he does and did Monterey Baldwin can do not everything, but with Washington transferring from Oklahoma state and Richard Reese coming back, they were, I think going to get the bulk of the carries. Oh man, maybe, I mean, you know, he was, he was good. He, he does a lot of things. It was great to have the squirrel in action. Oh, absolutely. I'll never forget what he did at Oklahoma. I mean, they were running low on running backs, and Braylon was doing his thing, but the squirrel put his head down, bowed his neck, and he got busy. And the squirrel was great to watch, and he was a great character. He's a good leader. I mean, after some of those games, you know, back in the day, the media would say, hey, could we have this person? Could we talk to this person? That, that, those days are over. But they send people out. Okay, who are they going to send us? And old Squirrel, he, they send him out there because Squirrel was a great leader. Same thing with Dylan Doyle. Squirrel just had a, a way about him, and he handled himself in a very professional manner. And so I'll miss the Squirrel. All right, Aaron, latest from Cowboys land. As they get ready to play the Bucks on Monday. And we'll have Monday to be able to talk about that. Aaron, is that a, is that a stadium you kind of like? Would you like to see that? That ship in person with the Buccaneers and the in the um, and the cannons firing. Is the, have you ever been kind of uh, intrigued by where Tampa Bay plays? Not really. <laughs> I just you know just a stadium in Florida. I mean, I, I know they have a pirate ship, a, but yeah, I wish our stadium had a pirate ship. I like that. I think they ought to do that to honor Mike Leach at Mississippi State. Put a pirate ship, have a pirate ship, and, and kind of have a cannon go off and that kind of thing. You know what would scare me as a player is when you're at West Virginia. I mean, they should not be firing that musket indoors. And I, I mean, I know there's you know there's supposed to be blanks, but man, you know accidents happen. I I mean, again, I people say mostly don't take away our guns. I'm not. 
You can have your guns. I just don't want some weirdo, whoever that is, what are they, the Mountaineers, firing shots indoors. And at the end of the half and at the end of the game, they fire that gun. And, I mean, it's the loudest dang thing. Like, I, I'd like to know from some of our people who've been to Morgantown, like, what's it? what does that do? Does that make you jump? I'm going to ask Scott Drew today, Aaron. Is that really what people want to hear, you think, is kind of what what that sounds like in uh, in Mountaineerland? I may ask him about that. Scott Drew joins us at 440 today. And then Mac Rhodes at 520. So excited about that. Now, back to the Cowboys. I wanted to share some of the injury, the latest injury report. And full practice from the center, Tyler Biotish. Um, Demarcus Lawrence, limited. I think that's okay. I don't, I'm not, wait, 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 I'm looking at, okay, now I'm looking at Friday. I'm looking at today. All right, yeah, he was limited again. Um, Trayvon Mullen, the cornerback, just didn't even, he was out, he had an illness, he, okay, did not practice today. Uh, He was the 37 that was getting burned all over the place by the commanders. Tyron Smith, limited today. Leighton Vander Esch, full participant. Full participant. Aaron, I think that's a I think that's a big help to the Cowboys. I know Tampa mostly throws the football, but having another thumper out there that can that can cover some ground, I think the I think the return of Vander Esch, I don't want to get carried away. I think that will be I think that'll be helpful. Today also Tom Brady weighed in on the Cowboys. These were Tom Brady's comments just a a little while ago. Yeah, they've got a great team. I've played them quite a bit over the years, and I've had a lot of respect for the organization, their history, a lot of great players. But all of it's about three hours on Sunday, Monday night. And everything's going to come down to what we do those three hours. Nothing in the past. Nothing about the color jerseys we're wearing. It's who's playing, what we're doing, how we're executing, how we're executing under pressure, that's what it's going to come down to. Aaron, will we see Tom Brady for the last time? I mean, I, I got to feel like if they lose the game and they finish the season 8-10, and 10, maybe at age next year he'll be 46 years old. Aaron, he's our age. My gosh. Will he truly walk away? No. Will the great Brady ride off into the sunset? I mean, I, I don't know, man. He's going to be wearing think, the silver and black next year. Throwing to make, you, throwing to Devontae Adams. Oh, you think he's going to? See, I thought he was interested in maybe somewhere where he could have an ownership stake. Do you think the silver and black would do that? The weird, the weird owner, who's got like a, I don't know if it's a piercing or what. Like you can all, there's always like a gaping hole in his ear. When I would interview him, I would just stare at it. And he's got that I, haircut that he pays hundreds of dollars for that's literally just a bowl haircut. Aaron, it's let's call it what it is. It is a it's it's the true it's the Prince Valiant haircut. <laughs> well. And it, it's a it's a very odd, you're right, it kind of takes you back to some medieval times. Not a good look. Not a good look. Um, but and he's a man that. What's the uh, place that has the lettuce wraps, Aaron? 
P.F. Chang's. That's where he that's where he does all his business. He he doesn't drink, but he sits at the P.F. Chang's bar most of the day. That's that's kind of like what he did in the past. Now, I don't know if he's done that in Vegas. He may have a new place. Do they have P.F. Chang's in Vegas? Aaron, what do you think? What would be your guess on that? Yes? I would think so, yeah. Aaron, what's your order at P.F. Chang's? Same as it is pretty much any time I get Chinese. It is Shrimp fried rice? No, no, no. Uh, either sesame chicken. It's usually sesame chicken with ice. I go back and forth between fried rice and lo mein and a couple egg rolls. It's pretty simple. You know, that what's our place called? Peking or Payway? And there's another one. I kind of like, I got to say, I kind of like going in there, just loading up on some <clears throat> shrimp fried rice. They'll throw in a, they'll throw in an egg roll for like se- you know, 70 cents. These other places, you try to get an egg roll a la carte, it's like $2.50 or $3. There is a, I like a, yeah. There's a P.F. Chang's in the Miracle Mile shops on the They're Las Vegas. Vegas Strip. Yeah. There's, there's three of them, but there's one right on the Strip in the Miracle Mile shops. What are the odds somebody from our company, Eminem Broadcasting, has been to that particular P.F. Chang's? I think it's I think it's pretty good. I honestly think so. I think one, at least somebody from our office. Okay, it's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Now you may be wondering, what does Dak? What does Dak have to say? Dak spoke to the media earlier today. Remember, the game's Monday. They'll have a practice. Saturday, and then they'll have a little they'll, they'll have a little walk through Sunday. Then they'll fly out there. I think sometimes they'll get out there a little early, but I think they'll I think they'll head out on Sunday. This Monday night playoff game is very weird. And Aaron, how long have they done? Is this a relatively new thing? Oh, <laughs> Aaron. By the way, one of our employees. Hold on here. On the text line, the CNC Collision Center text line, Stephanie and Sells has been to that P.F. Chang's. What did you call it? The Miracle Mile? The Miracle Mile Shops in, uh, I believe that's Planet Hollywood. Or is that? Golly, I hope she got that honey shrimp, that Chipotle honey shrimp. And they kind of put it on some of that sticky rice. It's almost got a little bit of a, it's almost, that rice is, is kind of, a little bit of edge to it. You know, hey, hey, this has got some substance. It'll stick to you a little bit. That's good. That's Stephanie and Sells. I knew it. I knew it. I didn't know if it'd be Tacker, Stephanie, or Moss. But this is uh, this is good stuff. Lettuce wraps is what Stephanie goes with. You can hear her every day on Game Time. Game Time on a 7 to 9. And they'll be leaning heavily on Stephanie Next week, Bull Ward, Ryan, the whole gang, it'll be a great show. And that'll start uh, Monday through Friday. going to be really, really good. Aaron, would you like me to get to this Dak quote? Okay, here we go. Sure. <laughs> Dak, Dak says, I feel, like a, I feel like we just did a promo. Like that's, that's, okay, Dak says, I've been able to put the last game behind me. When something is uncharacteristic, it's about getting back and doing the things that you know who you are, studying and preparation, making sure I'm doing everything mentally, and leave no doubt that I respond the right way. All right, there's your Dak Prescott. 
Uh, and Aaron is, are we getting to the point where we can't totally say that a pick six is uncharacteristic for Dak? I mean, it's uncharacteristic for him for his career, but he's had three since week 15. I'm not so sure. Now, I, I would say the total sorry performance was an uncharacteristic. He generally bounces back and, and puts up some good things. He does some good things. And, and what's unfair to him is somebody like Brady and Rodgers and all those guys, they have horrible games. They, they have games where they throw the ball to the other team a lot. Same thing with Herbert. I mean, some of these quarterbacks kind of get the benefit of the doubt. And, and Dak doesn't always, but, boy, he has his protectors, doesn't he, Aaron? Have you, do you feel like the Dak defenders have been out in force more than any, any – maybe they're just needed this year. But I've never seen them this, like, kind of caught up in all the emotion of this. Well, and part of This is not Dak. This is not who he is. Part of it's because he's the Cowboys quarterback, but nobody was saying this stuff about Matthew Stafford last year when he was throwing picks in every game, and he won a Super Bowl. I'm not saying Dak's going to do that, but Matt Stafford has always got a pass because he was drafted higher. He didn't do anything special at Detroit. He put up a lot of stats, which Dak has also done, but he didn't win any playoff games. He didn't, quote, elevate his team, and he led the league in interceptions last year, including, let's see, two, four... Seven, eight in the playoffs, and they still won the Super Bowl. So, I just think it's a lot of people that can't wait to dunk on the Cowboys quarterback and Dak in particular because he's a nice guy. Well, I want to apologize to the Stafford family. They're big listeners in the <laughs> Dallas area over in Highland Park. Have been listening for years. I was with the Stafford family, Aaron, when he at Madison Square Garden when he was picked number one overall. And that was one of the last salaries before they did the new CBA. Aaron, what do you think he was guaranteed? Good old Matt Stafford. He got a check. All right? I'm not talking about just for his whole. I'm talking about train riding money where they just hand you a check. What do you think his first check was? Ooh, man, before the salary cap? Before they kind of Before the rookie salary back. cap, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Before they got the wage scale down. He was one of the last guys, and so was Bradford by that for that. I'll just tell you, it was about it was about fifty to fifty-five million. Here you go, man. We're glad to have you. Not five million, not ten million, not what it is now. Sixteen million. First overall, <laughs> Bradford was probably forty-eight million. He was fifty million. And Jamarcus Russell, of all people, and I was there at that one too, Jamarcus Russell was somewhere in the neighborhood of like 50 to 60 million guaranteed. That's what the Raiders, Raiders, hey, we got to get this guy. We got to get Jamarcus Russell. That's right. That's right. I mean, that, that is, well, that'll make you cry. That'll almost make you cry. One of those years, the number two pick was a Baylor guy. Was that offensive tackle, Aaron? Jason Smith played for Guy Morris and then played for uh, the Rams. Uh, one year for Bryles, then went to the Rams. Number two overall pick. And so he his, his guarantee was somewhere in the neighborhood of about $30 million. 
Jason, does that sound good? How about th- how about about thirty to thirty five million? Is that would that work? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll show up, play a little bit. <clears throat> Lasted about three or four years in the league. And he's back to roping horses. He's got, he's a he's a he's a rodeo guy. Old cowboy. Went out with him one time on the ranch in Terrell, Texas, in Kaufman County, and watched him rope a little bit. Tell you who else was a, uh, a roper? It was the guy from played at Tennessee, from Tulsa that went to the New Orleans Saints, 18th pick, uh, and, he, and he was, a, he was a, oh, he was with Drew Brees. He might have been on their Super Bowl team. Went to his house and watched him rope out in the driveway, roping the, you know, you know what I'm talking about, Robert, like Covington, Robert Covington, one of their wide receivers from the year they won the Super Bowl, and he was from Tulsa, but he played college football at Tennessee, and he was like a, you know, top, 15 or 20 pick in the draft. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. Story time's over. Let's get serious, folks. We've got um, Scott Drew at 440. Excited about that. Let's go, Scott. Let's get this team rolling. About to go to two and three. Uh, And next, though, we're going to do some Campus Confidential a little early. What does Aaron have in store for us? That's next. You're home for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Do you know that during this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care to help local patients in need. Donate blood, save lives. Visit carterbloodcare.org or call 800-366-2834. Maya Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Ortho. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, bank central, Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me. Let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. TCU offensive coordinator Garrett Riley is heading to Clemson to become the Tigers' next offensive coordinator. Luka comes up big again for the Mavericks with a triple double and two big threes to send the Mavericks over the Lakers in double overtime, 119 to 115. Derek Carr bid goodbye to Raider Nation fans via Twitter yesterday. Wildcard weekend in the NFL. Seahawks and 49ers in the Chargers and Jags on Saturday. Dolphins and Bills, Giants and Vikings, and Ravens and Bengals on Sunday with the Cowboys and Bucks on Monday Night Football. Baylor basketball back home tomorrow hosting Oklahoma State. Tip is at 5 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. And the Baylor women hit the road this weekend at West Virginia on Sunday. Tip is at 2 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is, it is Matt Mosley on a Friday. Just kind of everybody working for the weekend. Didn't somebody say that one time? Maybe a song. <laughs> <coughs> Aaron, by the way, you feel like I need a cough drop? I mean, we got these huge guests coming up, and I'm just kind of... <laughs> He's kind of coughing around. There's no real, there's no illness. There's no sickness. Every once in a while, Aaron, you said they've eliminated the cough button up at Eminem Broadcasting Studios. No, no, it's they've still done here. It I here. just didn't, I just didn't have it on yesterday. <laughs> oh, that was, that was my bad. Okay, I, I thought they, I thought I did not understand that. I thought they'd come in there and said, you know what, guys, we're going to save some money. Just it cough on t- the air. <laughs> take out the <laughs> cough button. I think I actually have one, but I would forget to turn it back on. Let me try it real quick. I'm going to turn my mic off. Hold on here. Okay, I just coughed. Yeah, it worked. I just coughed, and nobody even knew. Like, I just had a big cough. All right. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is the good, this is the really good stuff. All right, Campus Confidential. Let's look into this. We got, we got news breaking. Let's remember, Scott Drew, Aaron, for once, we got a, you and I got to try to stay on time, all right? So I'll look at my clock, but we've got uh, we've got Scott Drew at 4:40 today, uh, Baylor basketball coach, and then we've got Mac Rhodes at 5:20. I think is the way we've set this up, all right? So should be a fun afternoon of activity. Aaron, things have gotten busy across the world of college football college athletics in general, and I know whew, one story is particularly hurting our hearts this afternoon with a uh, departure. But, Aaron, start anywhere you want, all right? We will start with that. Baylor football okay. has another player enter the transfer portal. Running back Craig Squirrel William entered the transfer portal today. He announced on social media he's coming off his best season last year with 829 all-purpose yards and five TDs. 
the Baylor running back room was going to be kind of crowded next year with the addition of uh, the the, uh, transfer from Oklahoma State, Washington, and with pretty much everyone else coming back still. Uh, not a, I think it's a big loss for for the offense. Squirrel Williams just made plays every time he touched the ball. Oh, love you, Squirrel. Squirrel's a big listener. He's usually kind of riding around, wants to listen to the Mostly show. Uh, Squirrel, you were, you were great, man. You were fun. Loved your nickname. In fact, Aaron, we can't. I think Squirrel's going to have to leave the nickname here. He cannot be taking that with him. No, no. Squirrel Craig Williams. Remember those places, Aaron? You'd be somewhere, and they would call him Craig Williams. And I was always like, who is that? Who is Craig Williams? And that was his name. I think his name was Craig. And, but what a, what a guy. What a, what a leader, player. I mean, he fought through injuries. He waited his turn. And then when it came time, man, he was effective. And I like, you know, Jeff Grimes, how he kind of he took him and said, hey, you know, I know he's a little guy, but he's tough. He's tougher than nails. This game, we might have to run him between the tackles. And, and sure enough, those OU people, he just wore them out. It's like, wait a second, this, isn't this guy like 5'8", and he weighs about a buck fifty? How is this guy getting his pads this low, knocking us off the ball? And then Braylon carved on him a little bit. Boy, I was at that OU game, Aaron, and Braylon put – he put he, – it was really – I mean, that's one of the few times in person, and I, we had seats right down there where it happened, and Braylon just started working guys over. And it was, it was almost kind of like, a, okay, we're done here. The, the Sooners were kind of like, we may just need to check out. This is a little, little more than we're, we bargained for. Because these guys are hurting us. And I, I, to me, that was when I thought the season had changed. Okay, the Bears were going to finish strong, finish with about nine wins and, and reclaim some of that glory from the season before. Didn't happen. It didn't happen. But that was a good moment. Sometimes we only focus on the bad moments of seasons. And quite honestly, there were some fun moments. I mean, just ripping tech. You know, everybody wants to talk about, oh, Joey took this guy. Joey took that guy. Well, they went out there, mano and mano, and beat the dog out of Tech on the road. So let's not all sit around and whimper about Tech. Oh, God, look at how good Tech is. Well, man, head-to-head, the Bears got the best of them. All right, Aaron, what else do you have? Some uh, coaching news on the football and basketball sides for the Big 12. We'll start with Big 12 basketball, since we are in season. Uh West Virginia coach, West Virginia head coach Bob Huggins announced today that associate head coach Larry Harrison is leaving the program. He has been with Huggins a long time. He's been with Huggins his entire tenure at West Virginia and also eight seasons at Cincinnati. Huggins said, quote, I want to thank Larry for his years of service to Mountaineer basketball, and I wish him well in his future endeavors. Uh, it's not clear whether... This well, actually, I think I can't. I'll have to find the statement. But Huggins basically implied that this wasn't his decision, which makes sense because uh, he is Harrison is basically his Jerome Tang. They have been on this together, working together for over twenty years, like Coach yeah. Coach Tang had been, and and he I, it looks like he's being forced to get rid of him, which is not a good look. 
Yeah, I liked him. And uh, that Big 12 tournament, I was uh, – uh, Huggins got kicked out of the game. The wh- Whoever they were playing, they might have won – they won one of those games. So Huggins got kicked out. And I went out there after the – that's one of the great things about that tournament. You know how sometimes, Aaron, you're like, oh, media can't go here, media can't go there. <laughs> they – and, of course, your mark's going to change this. He's going to make sure we're not down there close anymore, which is fine. I don't care. But one of the great things about it is, like, after the game, you just can go strolling out there on the court while all the players are talking and after they're headed back to the locker room. And I went out there to that Larry Harrison you're talking about and just had the greatest visit with him. And just, you know, just kind of – and he just – he's a nice he's, – you know, he's in his – he's into his 60s. He may be mid – to late 60s by now now Aaron what's different than Jerome Larry had a chance years ago he left to go uh be a head coach and it did not go well and I can't remember uh well I could look it up but anyway he he did and then he came back um Huggins brought him back but Huggins is a very loyal guy so this has to hurt and if if Huggins has another and right now he's on his way to another bad season uh, and he just got in the college uh, or the, you know, the Basketball Hall of Fame, the College Basketball Hall of Fame, where he deserves to be. I, I fear we may have a Gary Patterson-type situation brewing where they're going to kind of go to him and go, well, we kind of need you to step down here, and we'll see. And by the way, he's he's got to be – he's 60 – He's 65, 66 years old, I bet. 67? Huggy's been doing it for a long time now. All right, that is uh, tough news. Hate to hear that about uh, Larry because I just kind of like him. He just he he is a uh, he's just a grizzled. You if you're around that guy, he just he just reeks of like toughness. Like just he just looks like hey he would as soon as whip your rear as look at you. He just has that way about him. And uh, I'm sad to hear that news. All right, what else do you have, sir? An off-season of turmoil continues for Oklahoma State football. They have lost a ton of players to the transfer portal, including running back Dominic Richardson, who transferred here to Baylor. And now they have lost their defensive coordinator. Derek Mason announced today that he will not return to the program after a one-year stint as the program's D.C. The former Vanderbilt head coach said, in a message posted to social media today that he's decided to take a sabbatical from college coaching after 30 consecutive seasons in the sport. And uh, we had uh, Dave Hunziker on the John Morris show earlier, and he mentioned the Mike Leach situation and his unfortunate passing. And, and he, he, you know, they, he was just kind of wondering aloud if that may have had something to do with it, that maybe some coaches are reflecting on – how much time they're spending coaching football and not doing other things. Oh, man. I, I tell you, that is that is a rough one. I mean, that school right there, that program, I mean, think about how good they were early this season, how good, you know, things were. They had that one uh, defense coordinator we talked about. It. He, went out to, he went to Ohio State, had a really good season that year before. And he leaves them, and they uh, play Baylor in the Big 12 uh, championship game. Bears get the victory there. But I don't uh, – trouble brewing there. And, and of course, Baylor ends up with a great uh, running back 
from Oklahoma State. So very interesting there, Aaron. I have uh, we may have to circle back there because I like I like all of that. All right, it is time to uh, visit with Baylor head men's basketball coach Scott Drew. We'll do it next. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed lighters, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Hello, everyone. Brian Reese here, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco. I'd like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible 2022 and wish all of our ESPN Central Texas audience a very happy 2023. To say thank you, I'd like to invite you to come into my store, mention the ESPN Central Texas advertisement, and I will hook you up with an incredible opportunity on any brand-new 2022 Harley-Davidson motorcycle in stock. Again, ask for Brian Reese, and I will get your knees in the breeze. Keep up with Big 12 hoops on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campgrounds, perfect for light duty on the farm or work site, and you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guy, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. TCU offensive coordinator Garrett Riley is heading to Clemson to become the Tigers' next offensive coordinator. Luka comes up big again for the Mavericks with a triple double and two big threes to send the Mavericks over the Lakers in double overtime, 119 to 115. Derek Carr bid goodbye to Raider Nation fans via Twitter yesterday. Wildcard weekend in the NFL. Seahawks and 49ers in the Chargers and Jags on Saturday. Dolphins 
Titans and Bills, Giants and Vikings, and Ravens and Bengals on Sunday with the Cowboys and Bucks on Monday Night Football. Baylor basketball back home tomorrow hosting Oklahoma State. Tip is at 5 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. And the Baylor women hit the road this weekend at West Virginia on Sunday. Tip is at 2 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Brass Monkey. That funky monkey, of course. Good to hear. Uh, good to hear from uh, from the Beastie Boys. What a group. What legends. Boy, speaking of legends, Scott Drew. We're we're gonna get him on here. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna contact Aaron as we speak. Our uh, our crack SID staff um, and see. May need. I tried to give him a little quick reminder, but did not. I didn't start real early on it. So, and you never know. You never know. It could be kind of a long, could be a long practice. Could be kind of a film session gone long, getting ready to play uh, Oklahoma State. And I'll tell you, as we wait on Scott, we'll give Scott time. We've got. I mean, my gosh, we got time to get into the five o'clock hour. Now we do have Mac Rhodes at five twenty today. And uh, things we need to uh, discuss with uh, Mac Rhodes and, and uh, the new NIL, the advisory board has been put together. We've got friends on there. Aaron, a little hurt, a little hurt. I would have liked to have stepped up. I, I, I might have been compromised in my role in the media and then serving on an NIL collective advisory board. I Maybe that probably wouldn't have been a good look, you know, and – I think the issue also is a prop. You probably need to give a little more to the old Bear Foundation, other other avenues. I've just given a lot of emotion over the years. I've got family members that have given quite a bit. So who knows? Who knows? But uh, always, uh, always good to catch up with Scott and then uh, Mac Rhodes at five twenty today. And uh, boy, Scott, I'd like to kind of know. What's happening in practice this afternoon? Let me uh, let me check with, let me check my, uh, see if we've heard back from anybody. Not yet, not yet. We'll get him in a little bit. We were talking about it yesterday. I this Oklahoma State team is scary in a lot of ways because they they're not the most highly skilled offensive team. I don't think they have the amount of scores that Baylor has, but they do have length. They always seem to have length. They always seem to have athleticism. They've got shot blockers. They they will guard you like crazy, and you always have a chance when you guard like they do. And they got one of those players, I feel like, that's been there forever. Remember the player? There was some guy named Likely that had been there. Man, they just they have players that kind of hang around for a while. Boynton does a good job, and he's never quite been able to turn the corner. Obviously, last year they were on probation, and so I don't know how much that impacted what they were trying to do. I just think this is a team that's going to try to keep you out of a high-scoring affair. And what the Bears have been drawn into is running with TCU, running with K-State, run, trying to run. I mean, Iowa State, to me, that loss now doesn't look nearly as bad. We didn't know what Iowa State was. Now they look really good. Iowa State, Kansas State. I mean, this is a 
they're going to be teams in this conference that only win like five or six games, and they're going to be good teams. Let's just pray it's not the Bears. I think the Bears are about to start what I call the big dig, digging themselves out of this start, and uh, tomorrow will be very important for that purpose to get it to two and three, and then, of course, you have to go do some uh, road work. I mean, this is a this is going to be an interesting schedule because any any time you go to Lubbock, it's tough, and you're talking about a desperate team. What's happening out there with Mark Adams and Tech? I think they have some talent at Tech, but this is a wild uh, beginning to this conference with Tech being zero and four, Oklahoma State being one and three, Baylor being one and three, West Virginia zero and four. Larry, the longtime assistant to Huggy. Um, is let go today. I don't totally understand that. What what goes into that? But uh, this is a this is a tough tough conference. And I I looked at the the scheduling, Aaron. Some of those scheduling numbers, and I'm sure you saw some of the same stuff. It was like one through ten, like the the top the the toughest schedules in the entire country are one through ten. All from the Big 12. Just obviously playing themselves produces the toughest schedule according to the rankings and all the stuff that they look at. Now, where is Baylor in that? Well, tied for seventh. Tied for the seventh, um, the, uh, yeah, seventh place on that. Oh, do we have him? Do we have Scott? Yes. Okay. Scott, I wish you could have heard the vamping. It was a good session that I just had. I, I gave a lot of good analytics. I really think you would have enjoyed it as I kind of prep people for your appearance today. Hey, we just walked out of staff meeting. We try to get another win tomorrow. All right, we try to get another win. So here's what we got, Mosley. For you, we will stop any staff meeting because you, my friend, you bring the thunder and the energy to the Bears. We're going to give you a lot to cheer for tomorrow. We're going to play extremely hard, and hopefully we make some shots. How does that sound? I like it. I want you to get on the mic tomorrow night and like I maybe say something before the game. I could see I could see you doing something like that. Dude, we we do need some we got to have some energy in that building and get it rolling. Now we don't have to be well, as mean as the Mountaineers. I mean that was some that was some nastiness the other night even <laughs> Yeah, the students are coming back and and as you know the Mountaineers had the students there and that brings that brings a different uh, uh, element. 18 to 22 year olds can get uh, uh, really rowdy and excited in games, and um, so we will have more of a student uh, turnout tomorrow. So excited about that! How do you feel like Jalen Bridges handled that environment? That's tough. He's got his family there, got some great mm-hmm. support from them, and and boy, that whole place really turned on him. And I hated it, but yet I got to say, I like he was so classy. And, and kind of kept a smile on his face. Like, it, that has to be tough for, for a, a program and people that you love uh, to, to have that kind of environment. How did you kind of try to make sure he kept his head straight during all that? Because that's a lot for anybody to endure. Well, well first and foremost, uh, his family and, and Jalen did a great job. 
uh, with that. They knew um, he was going to get booed. He, they knew, he knew that there, he was going to face some uh, 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 some animosity. But uh, he really uh, was amazing throughout the game. And then his press conference, um, as he said, uh, West Virginia students are always going to pick a, a student to boo or a player to boo during the game. And he knew it was going to be him. And uh, it's a great environment. They have uh, a great student section. Um, and and he just uh, uh, thanked all the West Virginia people for what um, they've helped. And, and I talked about it, too. I mean, Coach Huggins has helped make him the player he is today. So uh, um, I know he has a lot of good memories and good thoughts uh, uh, for everyone there. Um, but at the same time, uh, uh, credit Jalen for staying focused on the game, his family member for knowing, knowing it's going to be tough and he had to be locked in. And then our, our players did a great job in uh, uh, being there to support him because it is emotional when you go back and you, and you face that, you face old teammates. All right, I got excited about Keontae George. I mean, that is as gifted a freshman scorer as has ever been at Baylor. And people get on me and say, what about Vinny? What about Terry? No, 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 no. Some of those guys came from JUCO. Terry averaged like 10 to 13 points his freshman year. This is a different caliber of scorer right now. I mean, this is amazing what we're watching. Uh, That has to be thrilling for you to see, even with all the expectations, him to play that calmly. And, and to kind of slow things down, I mean, I, I, as you said the other night, those were not bad. You know, he wasn't forcing things. Like, he just kept yeah. getting everything he wanted. I, I would think that had to be a, a, a wonderful sign for, for you and the coaching yeah. staff. Well, and, and I think his teammates have done a great job in helping him get open, and he's done a great job in uh, recognizing quality shots and letting the game come to him, not forcing things, and then also doing a great job getting into the paint, getting to the free throw line um, because he is so effective at finishing and getting uh, uh, his teammates uh, 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 easy scoring opportunities by his penetration. Uh, the game's slowing down for him. He's maturing, and, and one thing – uh, you can add to your argument. He's doing it in the toughest league in the in the country, and he's doing it against 23, 24-year-olds because before uh, the COVID extra year, um, people played four years of college ball. That was it. Now you got people in college six years playing five years. So I use it uh, all the time. It's like a 13-year-old beating an 18-year-old. I said, Keontae, there's no 13-year-old coming in here beating you. So um, he's really doing a great job, as is Langston and Josh, um, playing against older guys. And uh, our older guys are doing a good job in uh, passing on uh, wisdom and helping them along the way. And uh, we're going to need a lot more uh, performances uh, like that. And his defense is focused and key, key on him more, no pun intended. Uh, but that will give him opportunities to uh, get more assists as well because we have scores and uh, uh, any score that gets a good look. Any shooter gets a good look, their percentages go way up. So it's someone creating those looks for them. What about that end of half, though? I don't know exactly if that's how you drew it up. Uh, yeah, that, that, that player's making <laughs> plays there. But, but, but I can tell you it's a lot easier to make a shot like that at the end of the half after you've made yeah. a bunch of buckets. If you're over, it's really hard to hit a difficult shot. But when you're going, that's when, that's when people use that term heat check. But you've got to get going to have that heat check. What were Keontae and Ojan Una doing the other night? Uh, and were you kind of okay with that? I mean, Keontae was showing some leadership, 
But, boy, he yeah. barked at his teammate, and the teammate obviously barked back at him. Is that just kind of heat-of-the-moment stuff? What do you – when it, everybody calms down, do you address that later on and go, okay, guys, maybe not best to do it out there? What, what was your takeaway on that? Well, it, it, um, at the end of the day, uh, uh, Josh ran the play wrong. Keith told him he ran it wrong, and it's a real loud environment. If you're not loud, people can't hear you. So um, if, if no, one was, no, one was, no one was loud in that arena, I'm sure he could have done it in a lot easier tone. But um, it, 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 uh, that's where uh, um, basketball is an intense game, and you want players to uh, uh, encourage one another, help one another, and sometimes you got to get on one another. And as long as it's done in the right way and it's not demeaning and it's not done uh, to embarrass, but it's done to help. And Keonta and Josh are really tight. They love one another. So um, sometimes uh, for all of us that have brothers out there, um, we can we can get on our own brother, but nobody else better. Are you saying you and Bryce may have had some scraps <laughs> at some point? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we have any footage of that. Uh, talking to Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What about uh, Oklahoma State? Um, Number two in the Big 12 in defense, top 10 in the country in defense. Boy, they've been like y'all, lots of one-possession, close games, have had some tough losses. What what has been so effective about that defense? I mean, I think about their past teams. They're always athletic. They're always long. But what is uh, why have they been so uh, efficient and, and good on, on defense this season? Um, first of all, it starts always with personnel. And um, they, they have an experienced team, and they have a lot of size and athleticism. Um, great shot blockers inside. I think it's a third in the country in block shot percentage. Um, so, I mean, and one of the best two-point uh, field goal percent defenses in the country. So they make it really hard to get easy buckets in the paint. And uh, uh, when you have the reigning uh, co-defensive player of the year back anchoring the defense, that's, that's a good way to start. And then boom. It gives them uh, a great length uh, as well, and another shot blocker. And, and uh, uh, Smith does it well. I mean, like I just name on probably four or five guys that, um, because of size, strength, athleticism, really give a great presence uh, in the paint. And so now it means that uh, uh, you got to be smart in there. If you can't get to the rim and get it easy, you got to. You got to make sure you get people open shots uh, because block shots lead to runouts, and they're very quick in transition. Uh, Avery Anderson's one of the fastest guards in the country, uh, in line, in line, and again, a lot of experience. You like these high-scoring games, or does it make you queasy? These like 88, 87, you know, 98, whatever. I mean, when you get into the 90s, these are fun for fans and fun to watch. Now there were too many fouls in that game the other night called, but. These high-scoring affairs that you've been in—are you kind of like—is it kind of good, good, you know, good thing it's on one uh, one side and maybe bad on the other? Well, I think uh, uh, if it's high and we win, I'm good with it. If it's low and we win, I'm good with it. If it's okay. a loss, it really doesn't work. So um, <laughs> you're, you're gonna you're gonna be happy with one thing. If it's a high-scoring game. Your offense is good. If it's a low-scoring game, your offense is bad, probably or inefficient. And if you're mm-hmm. it, it, defensively, it's the same thing. So um, it just <laughs> that's where the win really matters most. Um, and then everything's broken down in, in points per possession. Some teams you play are score based 
team. So you're not going to have a chance to uh, score 80 or 90, but are you efficient with the number of plays that you get? And our offense has uh, uh, been top 25 most of the year, top 10 most of the year. Um, I think we're second or third in the Big 12 right now in Big 12 stats. So um, uh, our defense is improving, and uh, sometimes with, with, with young teams, and, and again, if you look at the Ken Palm analytics, we're like 224. I think Kansas is 243. Texas Tech, I think, is 190. Everybody else is in um, uh, uh, under 100. So some of them are in the, the, the I think Iowa State, K-State, someone else are in the top 15 as far as experience back or top 20 as experience back. And where, that, where that's important is at the end of the day, um, transition defense, scouting report defense, uh, defensive schemes are so much more complex in college. And um, for all of us that take foreign language, you're probably better Spanish four than you are Spanish one. And when you get to Spanish four, you know what you're doing. And that's the same thing in college athletics. We're playing more freshman minutes in the Big 12 than anyone else, Josh Langston and Keontae. So when you have freshmen, uh, there's an adjustment on the offensive end, but there's also an adjustment on the defensive end. And we're improving. We're getting better. That means we have a high ceiling, but at the same time, you have more growing pains. Now you played. Uh, you started playing a little bit of zone. What was your thought? We you, will you know, play you... whatever it takes to get a win. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes, if you're if you're if you don't have a fastball that's working, you better have a slider, a curve, a knuckler, something. All right. Well, it was uh, it was a sight for sore eyes. I kind of it was kind of fun to see it. It brought back. <laughs> some memories and and i guess the hard part is isn't it is blocking out out of it i mean there are pros and cons of it but uh i do think sometimes it can throw the opposing team off if they're if they've only prepared for one thing if you throw the zone at them and 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 most teams all have a second defense just like you have more than one offensive play um in and with us um I mean, we've been so blessed with uh, uh, a great man-to-man. We really haven't had to have uh, a second defense um, to use. Or we've had change-ups and, and showed some zone. In fact, the, the zone won us uh, uh, when we were at Oklahoma, um, helped us win that game, uh, what was it, two years ago. Um, so uh, the zone helped us beat uh, Villanova. Uh, the first time in Myrtle Beach. So um, you always want to have uh, uh, options to go to. All right. And have the players remained pretty calm? I mean, you've got to set the stage. You you're, you start 0-3, completely uncharacteristic for your program and your team. How do you what, – what did you do to kind of just make sure, hey, guys, this is not the end of the world. We've got, you know, we've got all this time left. What did you kind of do to make sure they didn't put, you know, start to crater or put too much pressure on themselves? Well, the great thing is uh, uh, it's all about your foundation. And uh, spiritually, we had some great uh, uh, chapel services, devotionals. And um, if you got a good base, you can go from there. And uh, in this league, uh, I mean, we won a couple close games. We've lost a couple close games. Uh, you win Gonzaga, you win UCLA, uh, you win West Virginia, and you lose TCU and Kansas State. So if you're in close games, it's going to go half and half probably. Um, if you're lucky, 70-30, 60-40. So uh, in this league, every it's the first time you've had one through ten all NCAA tournament teams, 
And when you're all NCAA tournament teams, we're not talking uh, the at-large team that, that's, that, that, that's not very good. You're talking – or from a lower conference that um, is happy to be there. You're talking at-large teams or teams that anybody can beat anybody, just like UCLA when they went to um, uh, the Final Four the year that we won it all. Um, so – you got to be ready to go each and every night. You got to do everything you can just to give yourself a chance, but there's going to be more losses in this league this year um, than other years, just because we don't have, uh, uh, it's always top to bottom been the best league, but now the bottom is in the middle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, listen, it was fun to get to talk to you. By the way, I love seeing Cryer get more involved the other night. Was that a point of emphasis? Uh, you know, he was a little rusty coming back from a concussion protocol. Uh, the game against K-State really didn't seem like himself. How big a point of emphasis was that in the first half? Hey, let's run some plays for Cryer and kind of get him going a little bit. Well, I, I know in each and every game we try to get our guys uh, good looks, easy looks, and uh, some games it's easier than others. But uh, uh, definitely for us to be uh, the best that we can be, we need uh, uh, LJ having opportunities to score, and that's something that we, we try to do each and every game. Coming back from uh, injuries always uh, takes a little time to blend because uh, if you don't get practice time, you don't just show up in the game and have it everything click. And, and at the same time, uh, sometimes defensively, uh, as you know from football, I mean, if they're putting eight in the box, you might not be running as much as you normally do, you know. And, and depending on what, what each team does defensively, some games, uh, some people, it's harder for them to get shots. But the good thing is if you're a good player, you're able to create other ways. And uh, we, we got guards that if they if they can get other people's shots, um uh, that's what good guards do, and we have good guards. So if, if LJ has a game of four points and has uh, uh, five rebounds, uh, six assists, and three steals, that's helping us win just as much as 15 points and then not having those. So uh, I think that we're blessed. we got guards that are more than just uh, one-dimensional. They can help in a variety of things. And as LJ, uh, uh, he's done a great job uh, in getting to the paint and scoring this year, getting uh, uh, easier buckets, and, and that's helped our offense. And uh, I, I see him doing more and more of that as the year goes on, too. Yeah. Thank you for using football terms for me, okay? You know that's helpful. I, I try to mix it up. I knew the baseball you weren't vibing with, so I went to the football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine with baseball, too. Did anybody say anything interesting in the staff meeting today? Was there any Was there any good Bible verses or anything that came up that uh, that you yeah, could they, credit they somebody? Said, they said make sure, make sure Mosley's good because – at the end of the day, he's our best fan out there. So um, <laughs> we appreciate all you do for us. All right, Scott. Hey, good luck uh, tomorrow. We'll be there, and uh, it'll be very exciting as y'all get this thing rolling. Appreciate you doing this. Hey, appreciate you. Have a, have a blessed day. Thank you, and see you tomorrow. There he goes. Scott Drew, Baylor head uh, men's basketball coach, joining the uh, the Matt Mosley Show. All right, we've got big things coming up. Um, got, got a few breaking news items. want to talk a little bit about this, uh, this Tampa Bay game, uh, coming up with the uh, Cowboys going to play Tom Brady, what, where I think this thing's headed, what it could mean for Mike McCarthy. And then keep in mind, we've got at 520, uh, we are going to have, uh, Mac Rhodes, Baylor director of athletics. It's all coming up next. 
everyone. With today's Cowboys playoff report, I'm Christy Scales. The biggest young defensive star in the league, Michael Parsons, talks about going against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks in Monday night's playoff game right after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Dak Prescott and your Dallas Cowboys are headed to Tampa to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in the wild card round of the NFL playoffs. Come out to Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium for a free wild card watch party on Monday. Cheer on the boys alongside the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and Rowdy while enjoying $5 Miller Lights, lawn games, food trucks, and more. For more info, visit DallasCowboys.com slash playoffs. Monday night in Tampa, the Cowboys, who've won 35 playoff games in the franchise's storied history, go against the Bucks in Tampa, led by Tom Brady, who in his career has 35 playoff wins. Cowboys linebacker Micah Parsons is playing only his second career playoff game, but he recognizes what makes Brady the greatest of all time. He understands situational football to the highest level. He's not the most athletic person in the world, but he's learned to master the game, master you know adjustments, what he's seen. It's hard to fool him. Uh, I think he knows how to, you know, what his eyes take away and show people what he wants them to see and come back to it later. So there's no one like him in the game. Cowboys Bucks in the wild card round kicks off Monday night at 715 Central. With the Cowboys Playoff Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Why is your eye twitching? Because my lashes are bothering me. Then why do you wear them? Because they look good. They do? And if you want your house to look good. But what good, about the ones where the people look like they've got those big like umbrellas on their face? We'll take umbrella lashes too if you need foundation repair. So give us a call. I ain't got nothing to say. I'm still thinking about that last lady that had them. The wind blew her down the road. (laughs) That's where she ran into the car. (laughs) Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing 
for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Yes, it is Matt Mosley. Good to be with you on a Friday afternoon and a lot going on in our neighborhood, our neck of the woods. We got... uh, Men's basketball, women's basketball, everything happening. You'll hear a lot of it right here on our family of networks. Uh, Tomorrow, the Bears get it going with Oklahoma State. Always a tough team, always athletic, always scary. And, and, And over the years, there are certain teams that can have your number. Now, the Bears have been fine. You know, years ago, even before Scott really got it rolling, they, I remember one particular victory at Gallagher-Iba. You'd have to go all the way back to about, oh, 2006 or seven, and they were a pretty good team, and the Bears got an unlikely win. And so they started doing better there, and it's not quite the environment that it used to be, but they've always traveled pretty well. And so I don't think, uh, as Scott was saying, it doesn't matter if the team's 0-4, 1-3. The Bears are 1-3. and Bears are 1-3 and and still among the most feared programs in the country it sounds crazy because they've dropped out of the top 25 uh, they'll be back in there I mean they really will and I, I think they could get this thing I mean think about how quickly they could jump back in the top 25 if they just get back to 500 in conference and you've got I mean it's a great bounce back schedule you know West Virginia was a tough environment but they get that win uh got Oklahoma State coming in I mean, the opportunities are there, but you just can't take anything for granted. Whatever desperation you tapped into the other night, uh, it has to be there again. And, um, and a reminder, by the way, uh, Mac Rhodes is coming up 
in just a few minutes. Mac Rhodes, Baylor Director of Athletics, on the uh, Matt Mosley Show with a lot of exciting things going on around Baylor, and we need to catch up with uh, with Mac. So we'll do that in just a uh, just a few minutes. Now, uh, Cowboys getting ready to go. We'll have a show Monday. Aaron, we're um, I guess we are working on the holiday, uh, but um, that's okay. That's okay. We will certainly be honoring Dr. King and and uh, what an amazing legacy and some of the celebrations around Waco and, and surrounding communities. Uh, it's an amazing time and in uh, some of the uh, games that happen on MLK Day in terms of the, some of the NBA games during the day. Always love watching that, kind of being seeing what the NBA d- does to honor the legacy of Dr. King. So we will be here Monday, as uh, far as I know, and uh, Aaron and I will be kind of doing our thing, um, and we'll have, we'll have a good time as we get you ready for the Cowboys and the Buccaneers on a Monday night Wild card playoff game. Never before has a team that should be favored by plenty and has had a much better season and, and, and honestly, just across the board, has been a better team. Never before have we had such little regard. It's unbelievable how little trust we have in a 12-win team, which is the Cowboys. Part of it is, you know, I, I think people trust the Eagles more based on the season that they've had. Um, you know, but again, the Eagles don't count right now. They don't, it doesn't matter. I mean, they had a good enough season that they can kind of sit down and watch everybody else. Cowboys have to get in the middle of this thing, and they're facing an eight and nine team. They are favored by three points. But it here today was Dak Prescott having to answer questions about well, what happened, Dak. Why? And he's like, well, that's a, I mean, he's having to say the same old thing. That's an aberration. That's not, that's uncharacteristic. Well, how many times can you say that? All right, last seven games, I believe it's eight interceptions. Seven straight, and at least one interception in seven straight games. I mean, at some point you wake up and go, well, at least for this year, that's who this is. All right, it is time to prepare to talk to Baylor's director of athletics. His name is Mac Rhodes. We'll do it next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor basketball for the weekend. The Baylor men home hosting Oklahoma State. The women headed to West Virginia. We'll give you details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Got the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big during the big finish sales event on new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star trucks with total values of up to $7,250 and no payments for 90 days. First responders get $500 in bonus cash. Come see why Ram continues to win awards every year. If we don't have what you want in stock, we'll custom build the truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in for some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it... Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly... Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. 
Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guy, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor basketball men's and women's in action this weekend. For the Baylor men, coming off the 83-78 win over West Virginia on Wednesday, home hosting Oklahoma State tomorrow at 5 p.m. in the Farrell Center. In the Bears' first conference win of the season, freshman guard Keontae George scored 32 points the highest scoring game for a Baylor freshman since Lace Darius Dunn scored 38 against Texas Tech March 8th of 2008. Also, the fourth highest scoring game this season in the Big 12. Here's Baylor head coach Scott Drew on the freshman Keontae George. If he takes the right shots, he, he makes most of them. Um, defenses make it tough on him, and then he's, he's capable of uh, uh, being a guy that instead of two assists, one turnover, he can have five, six assists. I think that's the next progression for him. Defensively, he's gotten so much better. He's more vocal. Um, the speed of the game, he's adjusting better, too. So uh, he's making strides. Offensively, uh, uh, we get the right shots. We have 100% confidence in our guards. I think the next level for us is getting more than 10 assists and getting easier looks because when you got great shooters, if you can get easy looks, uh, the percentages really go up. And, again, credit West Virginia's defense. They make everything tough. Scott Drew and the Bears in action against Oklahoma State tomorrow in the Farrell Center on the air at 4.30, tip-off at 5 here on ESPN Central Texas Television tomorrow on ESPN2. Meanwhile, Coach Nikki Collin and the Baylor women making the trip to Morgantown to play West Virginia Sunday afternoon on the air at 1.30 Central Time, tip-off at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas, television Sunday on ESPNU. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from the Farrell Center and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Hello, everyone. Brian Reese here, general manager, Harley-Davidson of Waco. I'd like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible 2022 and wish all of our ESPN Central Texas audience a very happy 2023. To say thank you, I'd like to invite you to come into my store, mention the ESPN Central Texas advertisement, and I will hook you up with an incredible opportunity on any brand new 2022 Harley-Davidson motor cycle in stock again ask for brian reese and i will get your knees in the breeze do you know that this time of year blood donations are at their lowest but there's good news you can help in just one hour you can donate blood with carter blood care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions so do what i do take a break donate blood and save lives schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org that's carterbloodcare.org or call 800-366-2834 for more info and help save a life with carter blood care you're listening to espn central texas live from the allen samuel studios 
The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Now that I'm pain free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Goodfeet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Wright with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. TCU offensive coordinator Garrett Riley is heading to Clemson to become the Tigers' next offensive coordinator. Luka comes up big again for the Mavericks with a triple-double and two big threes to send the Mavericks over the Lakers in double overtime, 119-115. to Derek Carr bid goodbye to Raider Nation fans via Twitter yesterday. Wildcard weekend in the NFL. Seahawks and 49ers in the Chargers and Jags on Saturday. Dolphins and Bills. Giants and and Vikings and Ravens and Bengals on Sunday with the Cowboys and Bucks on Monday Night Football. Baylor basketball back home tomorrow hosting Oklahoma State. Tip is at 5 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. And the Baylor women hit the road this weekend at West Virginia on Sunday. Tip is at 2 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Mac Rhodes joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Baylor's Director of Athletics. Mac, I'm sorry we can't be doing this in person. I mean, I felt like we really, the chemistry when we can see each other is almost off the charts. And, you know, when you can kind of see me writing my notes, peering through prescription sunglasses, I felt like we really had something there. Uh, Would you like to go back to the in-person visits? Well, there, there's no doubt there was a uh, special connection, um, but uh, something that good, too much of it, can can also be be harmful. So I, I think I think we've got a right cadence right now. <laughs> I don't feel like you want to go every other one. Even feel like you might want to go another year, and then next year's bowl game we'll try it again. That's uh, I think I'm I understand that I understand that approach. Now this NIL advisory council. Now, that's a good crew that you all have put together, and, um, and I know some of those guys. I mean, that's an interesting group. And I was just really curious, like, kind of what, when, when you all, you know, when, when that group kind of, and I know it kind of came together organically. I mean, some of these people have been interested and already been helping Baylor in huge ways. Tell us what that uh, council, like, how it will function. I was reading some of what you said, but I also wanted to kind of follow up to see what, you know, how you see that uh, functioning, because these people have written a lot of checks that have been great for Baylor Athletics, but I sense that they're going to be obviously on an advisory council kind of pushing people or pointing people in the right direction. How do you see this uh, functioning? 
Yeah, so I, I appreciate the uh, the question. As you mentioned, you know, the, the group came together organically. Uh, obviously, it's a, it's a group of, of, uh, of uh, alums, donors, right, that have great passion for the university, uh, for Baylor athletics, and, and for our student athletes. It's a group that we, we really trust, and, and they're certainly aligned with, with our preparing champions for life. Um, and they've done a lot for our university, uh, you know, in terms of uh, uh, time, talent, treasure. Um, you know, they've they've donated to, to the university in a, in a variety of different ways, avenues. Um, and, you know, they they have been uh, a big part of, of donating to uh, to the name, image and likeness efforts as as well. And uh, you, you said it right. You know, they're an advisory council. Um They'll help shape, form, you know, strategies, uh, help fundraise. Um, they work uh, directly uh, with GXG in tandem with, uh, with uh, the GXG uh, staff. Um, you know, the, the GXG staff is, is really, um, you know, they're the, they're the staff that's boots on the ground, the day-to-day. They're, they're the staff that's responsible for executing Name, image, and likeness. Uh, name, image, and likeness partnerships between our student athletes and and local businesses. So, we think you know uh, the the combination of the two, the advisory council with the uh, GXG staff members or, or GXG, um, is uh, is is really you know a a, a powerful combination. And um, you know we we've we've tried to be different in the space. You know we. Uh, we we've always said from the from the onset that that name image and likeness is is really important and uh we want you know participate we want to participate in it we want our student athletes to benefit from it but we want to do it the right way and uh we want it tied uh to something that's um you know um you know, bigger than just you know one off opportunities you know here and there and, and i think this connection with the with the uh with the waco community and and the local business community and uh is is something that uh you know i think will be good for for uh for the local businesses and for our student athletes what about with uh Keontae george can we start piling up some nil money <laughs> i think you just explained to me we can't do the one-off but my goodness watching him in that environment, in that uh, rabid, uh, hostile environment, wasn't that something, Mac? A guy I know like you who loves basketball and has always been at places with great basketball, including Baylor. What I mean, you don't normally see a freshman function like that. So I'm I'm all for kind of pooling some money together to see if we can have a sophomore year with Keontae. Yeah. So you know, some of those, you know, and in, in back to the name, image, and likeness question, you know. Obviously, some of the, the really, really high-profile student athletes—they—they, they, in addition to, you know, what what's um, what what's happening through GXG, you know, they they do have some of their their own, you know, um, name, image, and likeness deals, and 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 uh, you know, it's a whole new world, and and an agent that that helps them with those deals, and so um, Keontae, as you mentioned, man, unbelievable performance, you know, in Morgantown, uh, the. The three-point shot to end the first half um, was was unbelievable. Um, you know, I, I think the best thing about Keontae is he is a team player first, 
and I, I think you would the 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 rest of his team would uh, teammates would would say that. Um, I think he really really cares uh, about Baylor, about about his team, about his teammates, and it's you know all of that first before it's you know uh, any any of his accolades and and how he performs and uh, yeah huge game for him and you know that was obviously a uh, a really good road game for us a, a you know a, a much needed victory that's not an easy place to play um, you know just just ask Jalen Bridges and uh, you know I, I do want to say something I, yeah. I, I was really proud of Jalen Bridges and and the way he handled uh, all of that and uh, we we all know the chance and you know not for not for public radio but uh, man that that was really tough for him you know growing up within 60 miles of, of that campus and um, he he handled it like um, I don't know like a just a mature um, professional and uh, you know gets a double double and his comments after after the uh, um, after the game you know some of the some of the media tried to try to lead him down you know uh, a, a pathway or two and he and he wouldn't do it and he just he stayed above the fray and really proud of him how would you have handled that at the Farrell Center I don't think our students would be saying some of that but it, it, when you were hearing some of that is that a time when you think a coach or administrator might actually get involved or is it just hey this is college basketball and it's going to get kind of ugly and nasty sometimes uh, it's a it's a really fair question, you know, and and you know I'm going to be sensitive in terms of answering it because every every position or every place is different, and I don't, you know, I, I certainly don't want to call out, you know, any any administration there, and you know the athletic director is brand new there, and so just a lot of going on, but you know there was a sign or two that that were that were up in the arena, and, and some of the chants that. You know that's that's just stuff that that we're not going to tolerate in uh, in the Farrell Center, and we when we get to the Pavilion, um, that will that will be the same. We know that AD, don't we? That new AD. So yeah, that is uh, kind of interesting. Talking to Mac Rhodes, uh, Baylor Athletics Director on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What were your thoughts on the hire of uh, Matt Pallage to be the defensive coordinator? In some ways, you kind of called that on our show. Recently, you said, hey, I think it could be a young, up-and-coming type coach, and he does fit that bill. I think he's 35 years old. Um, what did you think of Matt before, and what kind of makes you think, okay, he's ready for this step now? Yeah, so, you know, obviously loved Matt be- before, and uh, I think Coach Aranda and I knew that was a really big loss, losing him. And, um, you know, at the time, we just we couldn't provide – that that opportunity that that he was getting at Oregon you know the co-defensive coordinator um so from a from a person standpoint um you know off the charts from a you know culture fit mission fit with with Baylor you know in uh with Baylor University our Christian values you know um off the off the charts he gets it um embraces it lives it and uh and then I think from a from a you know schematic defensive coordinator scheme all of that uh, I, I think he's you know I think he's ready and um, you know I, I think he has the poise and the and the uh, the composure the the intellect uh, he's a grinder 
Uh, he's he's going to work tremendously hard at uh, at at being is the the best possible defense coordinator that that he can be. And then you know I I think you can you know um, if if you're going to err right you can you can err on a, on you know probably uh, the the experience side you know somebody that that's a little bit you know, inexperienced that, that hasn't called it before when, when Dave Aranda is your head coach. And, uh, and so, you know, I, I look forward to the Matt, you know, um, hitting the ground running. He already has in terms of recruiting and, you know, great energy. And uh, I, I'm, I'm fired up about the hire. I think it's, I think it's a really a, a, a great hire for, for us. And, and juice taking that job at Texas tech, was it the same thing? We just didn't, uh, you know, Baylor couldn't offer him what they were offering in terms of the assistant head coach and some of the titles and maybe because you don't, you don't lose coaches over money. It's, it's very rare that I've seen that happen. Was that a similar thing of why it was, you couldn't really hold on to, to Palage a couple of years ago or last year? Yeah, I, I think that particular one, it wasn't necessarily the title um, because, you know, you can give some titles and, and what kind of substance and reality is, is, is behind it. Uh, but I think on, on that one, quite frankly, it was more about responsibility. There was, you know, he's he's going to get some responsibility there that, you know, um, just, you know, wasn't wasn't going to get here. And, and, uh, and, you know, within the structure of our staff and, um, and some some other things, right? Just um, you know, there wasn't a way to, to to afford some of that that responsibility when you think about uh, the offense. And you know, we've we've got you know Coach Grimes, which is 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 uh, done a fantastic job. But we also you know have somebody like a, a Sean Bell that is is you know very very uh, astute and and in that space when we think about offensive scheme and and uh and eric mateos and so um that was more about you know not title but but uh about responsibility so i do think it's uh i think it's a it's a good thing for for juice uh i, I really do you know I've, I've known him since he was a player at houston uh love him to, to to death but i think it's a really good opportunity for us and i also think it's a really good opportunity for for uh for baylor as well and you know, coaches is, is already in conversation with some with some some candidates, and you know, I I think we'll we'll close out the, that position here soon. You don't want to announce that on the Mosley Show this afternoon. Uh, not yet, not yet. But, uh, <laughs> call me tomorrow. It's, it's it's oh Saturday. Okay, it's a good platform for that. Uh, do you do you monitor? The transfer portal. Are you like a lot of us? I'm not saying you get in the portal and see who's in there, but do you? I mean, it, it is amazing, isn't it, how it's changed everything? And now now there's a free agency in college football. And, by the way, Baylor's gotten very active in it and, and certainly got a uh, Sawyer Robertson, a talented quarterback from Mississippi State. What do you – how often do you kind of check, okay, what's happening? Because you're not a huge Twitter guy, but I'm sure you have a lot of people who inform you things throughout the day. Where, where are you right now with the transfer portal? Yeah, you know, I, I I do pay attention, um, pay attention to it, you know, for a couple of different reasons. You know, I, I serve on the the NCAA football oversight uh, committee, so it's it's obviously a a topic of conversation. And you know, you think about 
you know, just over the, the, the two full years with the, the transfer portal of, of tracking and, you know, the average number of, of uh, student-athletes entering the transfer portal, and I'm talking specifically about football, uh, FBS, it's, it's increased. You know, this, this past year, you know, we don't have numbers for the year that we're in right now, but, but this past year it's been about nine and a half uh, per, per institution, per FBS. Uh, so you, you you think and you 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 take a close look at that, you know specifically to Baylor. You know I look at it and uh, and and you know all of the circumstances are are different, unique, and so you know um, our you know our players entering the portal for us because of a culture deal, or is it because just opportunity really to play, um, or is it because you know what? And and this is happening a lot, right? If if you're active. In the in the uh, in the in the in the transfer portal, and and uh, you know you can you know shore up some some positions, and you know you've you've got a student athlete or, or or two or three or four that you know are toward the end of their eligibility here, and and you know maybe they're just not not going to play as much. It's it's the right time for them to leave, and and the number of scholarship allocations, right? You have 85, and so. There's a lot of this, and it's like you said, Matt. It's a little bit of a free agency and, and roster management. You know, going into this year, we we had the second fewest uh, student athletes entering the, the transfer portal. I think Northwestern had like 27, and we were at at 28. Um, and so I don't I don't know what that will look like when we when we close out this year. But uh, yeah, that's a long answer. I, I do pay attention. Yeah, well, you almost need, don't you, a transfer portal coach in a sense to just, and I, I guess you could divide that up, but it's become so important. I do, I, I, I believe staffs now are hiring people, and that's their primary focus. I mean, that, which would completely make sense to me. Um, and I, I don't know if, if that's something that Baylor's kind of done, or they still kind of divide it up, and everybody's taking a peek. Uh, is that something you're hearing about in college football? Like actually ma- having people that that's all they do is focus on who's in the portal. Yeah, they they you know there's certainly there's certainly uh, you know more of that, um, and and people you know again are are learning more about the transfer portal. I, I think the bad part of, uh, of of all of this, right? The negative part of all of this is um, you know you're having you know, institutions um, communicate, maybe not directly, but, but, you know, through, through other people uh, with, with student athletes on, on, you know, at other institutions, teams, right. Before they even enter into the transfer portal and, you know, even, you know, trying to convince them to get into the portal and, and, and come to your, your institution. And, you know, that, that's part of it. You know, the season ends and, you know, we, we uh, implemented a, a dead period, you know, at the end of the, the season, the football oversight, you know, four days for our coaches just to be able to kind of wrap your arms around your current players and protect them. Because um, I'm telling you, this is the reality of it. You know, for us, Baylor, we, we had a couple of players that were younger that maybe, you know, um, didn't play as much as they wanted to or thought they would. Right. And then now all of a sudden you've got other people talking to them about that, you know, that are acting on behalf of other schools and it's crazy. And that needs to stop. Um, that's, that's the really negative piece about, about all of this. So, 
um, there's a lot of work to be done in this in this space. Yeah, and it's called tampering in other sports. And uh, and you're right there. Maybe there's something they could come up with. But uh, man, that gets into enforcement. Uh, well, that was. Uh, I really always enjoy it, Mac. Uh, I appreciate it so much. Uh, fun stuff happening with Baylor. Uh, women have a big game. Men tomorrow, Oklahoma State, and uh, just a lot of activity and uh, around the campus right now. I saw tennis is get ready to get started. I mean, you know, unbelievable tennis programs. So it really is a fun time of year uh, as we get the students back, get the second semester rolling, and won't it be fun to get the students back into those games and and get some uh, full crowds and and again work on those opposing players, just not do it in a in a nasty sort of way, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, Matt, I, I always appreciate the time on the show. You know, Monday is, is uh, Martin Luther King Day. Happy Martin Luther King Day to everyone. Uh, such a, an unbelievable individual uh, that, that had such a, such a great impact on this nation. All right. Well said. I, I appreciate it, Mac. I'll talk to you soon. Yep. Mac Rhodes, there he goes, Baylor's Director of Athletics, the AD on a lot of different topics there. I was uh, fascinated with all this NIL. Uh, Baylor's been a little bit deliberate on it. I think that was on purpose. And they were never going to be one of just the Wild West kind of schools that was going to have just millions in the coffers. I'm talking like some of these schools that might have uh, spend 13 to 20 million on like one class. That just wasn't going to happen. It doesn't really go with what Baylor's doing, but they do have to keep up and they do have to be involved in it. And as Max said, they got to do it in the right way in this advisory council. I think we'll find out more of kind of what they will be doing, but I think it's good to get people that have been donating, have given big money, will write the checks, they will lead, and then they will point people in the right direction. And then they'll sort of provide credibility for some of these, the, uh, the GXG, some of the things Mac was talking about to get more people involved and uh, and, and start giving all that uh, NIL money. All right, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, I started to ask him about that Kevin Warren leaving the Big Ten. I I don't know if they're friends or not. I didn't want to put him in a, a weird spot. I, nobody really liked Kevin Warren. Now, Mac gets along with most people. He may have had a pretty good relationship with him, but I didn't want to, you know, I just thought, whatever. He's leaving Big Ten. Now, I hope they don't, you know, Mac's name comes up sometimes, and, and President Livingstone's name comes up, but I do think both of them now have uh, big contract extensions. So I think the Bears will be able to uh, to hold on. All right, um, man, really uh, great conversation there, and we've had uh, Scott Drew on today, Baylor men's coach. Uh, Mac Rhodes, and we just covered a lot of ground and always enjoy it. Next, we'll say goodnight and start getting you ready for a wild card weekend. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long with Pat and John here on the home of the Bears. The Baylor men back home in the Farrell Center Saturday, hosting Oklahoma State. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Follow the defending back-to-back Big 12 champion Baylor Bears all season long here on the home of Baylor Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so... 
Why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Lion Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLionFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Lion gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Lion partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of Baylor Lion magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Lion Foundation member today at BaylorLionFoundation.com. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash Ortho. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. TCU offensive coordinator Garrett Riley is heading to Clemson to become the Tigers' next offensive coordinator. Luka comes up big again for the Mavericks with a triple-double and two big threes to send the Mavericks over the Lakers in double overtime, 119-115. to Derek Carr bid goodbye to Raider Nation fans via Twitter yesterday. Wildcard weekend in the NFL. Seahawks and 49ers in the Chargers and Jags on Saturday. Dolphins and Bills. Giants and and Vikings and Ravens and Bengals on Sunday with the Cowboys and Bucks on Monday Night Football. Baylor basketball back home tomorrow hosting Oklahoma State. Tip is at 5 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. And the Baylor women hit the road this weekend at West Virginia on Sunday. Tip is at 2 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On is the Matt Mosley Show. And, man, lots of lots of good stuff. And, Aaron, you and I were just talking about it uh, off air. But I thought I thought the thing, and when we send our, uh, our tweet out to all our people, I think it would be great to kind of talk about, uh, you know, what he said about the departure of uh, Juice, 
Johnson and the uh, I, about how he, he was he was given more responsibilities that they just didn't have at Baylor and and loves juice and all of that. I thought that was a good part of it. And then also, just frankly, the um, wasn't that interesting. He didn't want to get too far into it, but West Virginia's new AD is a friend of ours who's been on this very program. And 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 I don't even want to get into it too much because we really like him. But and of course he's only been there a little bit and he's got a he can't it's hard to to know. But you like to think that whoever the administrator or and you know Huggins unfortunately, but when there are like kind of awful signs that somebody makes or chants the F bomb and all that kind of stuff. I'm telling you, like Coach K, I think Scott Drew, I, I think Mark Few, I think some of these big-time coaches around the country would get on the mic and say, cut it out. I mean, even Bob Knight, who was, who was known for saying bad things himself. But if, if the crowd was chanting stuff or going after an individual player and it was going overboard, uh, I think even Bob Knight would say something to the crowd, and he has. Uh, and I think it had to do with maybe throwing something or whatever. He, he uh, I, one time he got on the on the bike and said something along the lines of "Stop acting like." I can't remember what he did. Was it Purdue fans? Whatever he said, this isn't Purdue or whatever. He said. <laughs> I was. It was a great moment. Um, but I thought that, and, and Mac didn't want to get too far into that, so I'm not going to make a huge deal out of that. But. Um, I don't think that I think they crossed the line and um Ren, our buddy who's now the AD out there um probably needs to get a handle on that. I mean, that's uh that's some ugly stuff. And by the way, as I tweeted about Aaron, I mean, maybe we found out the reason some of these players keep leaving that program. I mean, they trade out they go out of there in droves. We were talking about how Baylor hasn't lost that many football players in the portal, at least in past years. A few this year. Basketball, it's extremely rare. I mean, Meyer wouldn't have gone if Baylor hadn't have like already basically replaced him. Matthew Meyer was so cool about it, he decided not to go to Tech or UNC or wherever it was. He went to Illinois so he wouldn't have to deal with Baylor or play against Baylor. I mean, he was so cool about it. Dane Donja left recently. Those are really the first two like players that could have helped Baylor this year that have left in the past. They have not had like big time players leave the program. Why do players leave? Well, I mean, sometimes maybe it's the coaching, maybe it's the playing opportunity, who knows. But boy, when you when you have fans who act like that, now it's a good fan base. In some ways, they support the, those those the, the team even when they're bad. But to show up and treat that kid like that was just awful. And he did handle it extremely well. And, uh, and Aaron, I, I like that part. Um, I keep changing my mind, Aaron. I, I like that part about where he said he's really proud of Jalen Bridges and, uh, and, and how he handled that situation. I, I, I think that's a good one to, to attribute to Mac as we kind of share that with everybody. Um, folks, if you're on Twitter or social media, you can see all our stuff in case you missed anything. And sometimes, and you never know, you never know, like, who's going to, like, do huge numbers. We had somebody on recently. It might have been a John Jacobs, uh, Baylor's uh, 
associate men's head coach uh, uh, on the uh, along with the co-associate head coach along with Alvin Brooks and John. Like I, I it was like I'm trying to think. It was over thirteen thousand views last time I looked on on our Twitter. And uh, some of those interviews, man, they just get passed around and people love it. So we always appreciate that when you put our stuff out there and, and send it around and and uh, and take all that in. Now, um, Aaron, on as we get to Wild Card Weekend, I kind of am curious what what are, what are the games that you're like most excited about? I, I one of the reasons we love Wild Card Weekend is just because there's so many games and there's so much happening, and they've even blown it out a little bit more. Is that good or bad? Well, that's never good when you're getting like eight and nine teams and basically like 500 teams into the playoffs because some of that happens when there's a really bad division, and so some of these become division champions. But, um, Aaron, is there is there one of these games that has you more stoked than, than like any other games other than, you know, the Cowboys and the Bucks on Monday night? Yeah, Chargers-Jaguars should be a great game. Chargers-Jags. Okay. Uh, all right, Chargers-Jags. I like that. Okay, I'll, I'll pay very close attention to that. Two great young quarterbacks. All right, we've got to say good night. We've got all kinds of stuff coming up. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here again is John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 Basketball on the Friday Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, we'll look at tomorrow's schedule in the league, including Baylor back home hosting Mike Boynton and the Oklahoma State Cowboys. That's straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, diagnosing and treating all sports-related injuries, including concussions. These specialists also provide orthopedic services for athletes and non-athletes alike, whether it's knee or shoulder pain, hand and wrist injuries, orthopedic spine care, and even an arthritis.